welcome to the Guitar Noise Podcast. My name is David Hodge, Managing Editor of Guitar Noise, www.guitarnoise.com. We're going to be looking a lot at rhythm and strumming, so hope you get your guitars. Let's sit back and have some fun. welcome back. I hope that everybody's enjoying a wonderful 2013 so far. And we're going to get started off by using our first podcast of the new year to supplement our first song lesson of the new year, Good Riddance Time of Your Life by Green Day. Basically what I want to do is to show you how we can go from the patterns that we learn to, to first learn a song and move and develop from there using the material that we've had in our past podcast, as well as um, material from our other lessons on the Guitar Noise site. So that instead of just worrying about being able to play um, Time of Your Life kind of like this, well, not like that, but how about like this? can add some strumming to it, something like this. And then maybe even add some bass lines. So if you're up for that, let's get started. Getting started, of course, means first and foremost dealing with rhythm. If you haven't learned anything else from these podcasts, I hope that you've learned that rhythm is one of the most important assets of music that you need to develop and to work on. Without rhythm, I mean, music is essentially noise. It's the rhythm that puts together a song, and so it's important to have a good sense of rhythm and to develop it. Now, having said that, the other thing that I'm going to want you to do is to forget a little bit about what we talked about in the first in the original song lesson about the picking, and to remember instead what we talked about in our very earliest podcast about strumming and being able to keep our wrist motion very nice and continuous up and down. Fortunately, it actually in this particular case dovetails very very well. It's not always going to be the case, but here it does work. So. But the basic thing that we want to totally get in, get a grasp of is that the rhythm is essentially about counting out the beats. So, for instance, when you're hearing something like... You're not thinking down, down, up, up, down, up, or whatever you want to be thinking. Instead, you're thinking about one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and. Now, if you're thinking in those terms, and you're also remembering that, again, normally when we're strumming, we're strumming down on the actual beats, the numbers, one, two, three, and four, and we're strumming up on the ends, the the off beats between the beats, if you will. 
So that totally coincides with how we want to be able to strum this. We're going down on one. The next hand is totally free because we're not hitting anything. The next down, next beat, two, is there. That's a down. And is back up. One and two and. See? Three, we're not hitting anything. And the and between three and four is also an upstroke. Four on the beat is down. And after four is back up. Putting that all together, and I'm going to count both fairly slowly and both first in the beat numbers, one and two and three and four and, and then in down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up. You won't hear notes, obviously, on every part of the beat or the half beat. So here we go. One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and down, up, 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 down, up. One and two and three and four and. Once we've gotten to this point where we're very steady on how the rhythm falls, we just transfer what we've been doing with picking to strumming. And I'm going to use a full G chord here, which is not going to sound as good as it does on the original recording, and we'll talk about that in a moment too. But um, rather than a traditional standard G chord where the B string is open, we're going to keep our finger on the D note, the third fret of the B string. So in other words, my middle finger's on the third fret of the low E string, my index finger is on the 2nd fret of the A string. Ring finger, 3rd fret of the B string. And little finger on the 3rd fret of the high E string. So you've got this. And when we add the counting with the strumming, we've got 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and. 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and. 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and. So far so good. The next step is where it gets a little trickier. Instead of strumming straight across all the six strings with, with the downs and the ups, on the first beat, I'm just going to hit the root note, the bass note, the note that's on the third fret of the low E string, the G note. So let's try that, keeping the rest of the strumming the same. One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and three and four and. All right. Now we're going to get a little bit more accurate with our strumming. And instead of hitting that high E string in either the downstroke or the upstroke, I want to make sure that the only string that I catch is the B string. Now, this is going to take a little bit of work. So do it slowly. One, two, three, four, one, and two, and three, and four, and one. Two, and three, and four, and one, and two, three, 
you can probably already hear a bit of a difference, even though it's a subtle one. The first one would have been like one and two and three and four and one and two and three. And now we're sounding like one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and. And this is all meant to demonstrate how even when you're thinking in terms of a, God, I hate to say it, strumming pattern, it's not just about the strumming, whether you're strumming up and down. It's a matter of which strings that you're hitting or which strings that you're emphasizing or which strings that you're leaving out. When people strum, they don't necessarily hit perfect shots across all six strings or even across all three or two or four. You pick in little bits here and little bits there. So when you speed this up, and we're going to do this in smaller increment. Um, so one and two and three and four and one and two and three. You're not worried about, oh my God, I haven't hit this string or that string. You're just worried about the strumming being natural and being rhythmically even. And that's the whole point of this. You can strum it all sorts of different ways. As you get going into the song, you're going to find yourself strumming it in all sorts of different ways. So don't worry about, oh my God, I have to hit this particular string or that particular string. The point is that you're going to sound a lot more natural and a lot less robotic. So let's try that again. This time we're going to take two measures of G and we're also going to add the C, add nine, and the D. And again, be very, very careful not to hit the high E string if you can avoid it. And just to get used to practicing not hitting it if for no other reason. Okay? And if you do hit it, don't panic because it'll still sound fine because it's part of the chord. So, one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two three and four and one and two and three and four and one and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and three and four and Let's pick it up a little bit. One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and next step is to go back to the picking, believe it or not. We're going to use part of what we're doing, the strumming, and then add a little bit of just single note picking to part of it as well, kind of to break it up even more. So a good way to get started on this would be on the first beat to hit your bass note. The second beat 
down and then back up. So it's one and two and. So there's nothing new there. Now, on three, obviously we're not doing anything again. But on the and between three and four, not to mention the four and, we're going to pick single notes. The G string on the and, the first and between three and four, the D string on four, and the G string again on the and between four and the following one. So really slowly, it's going to be one and two and three and four and. Try that again. One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and. Now let's pick it up a little bit and also see if we can add the other chords, the C and the D. Before we do that, though, it's also good to mention that don't worry if you miss a string. If you happen to hit the B string on the next up or what have you, it's okay. All right? So please forgive it if I do so myself. All right? Thanks. So, one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and four and now let's try it a little bit more at speed one and two and three and four and one. sounding a lot more like the strumming part of it all the time. The next thing to do would be to add a little bit of dynamics. And again, this harks back to what we were discussing earlier about the fact that nobody strums evenly 100% of the time. So use your individualism. You know, Sometimes you may decide, ah, I want to hit this beat more. I want to emphasize that beat more. Um, a good thing to do in this particular case would be to emphasize the second beat, the the whole first pounding of the chord really, really well. Kind of like one, two, one and two. And give it a good hit. One, two and find yourself because you're giving it such a hit that you're not really comfortable in making the up between two and three. Well, don't. Just let it go. One, two, and three. What will happen is that sometimes you'll find yourself hitting it and sometimes you won't. Like... 
also hear there that I hit some of the upstrokes that we hadn't been hitting at all before. And that's what's making it natural. Okay. So again, don't worry about hitting everything. Worry about keeping the beat steady and seeing, you know, occasionally hit the whole thing. Occasionally hit a few strings. So here we go. One and two and three and four and one and You're not going to sound like that right off the bat, so don't worry about that, please. The point of this is to get yourself used to being able to practice in a way that will allow you to have more freedom with your strumming. Again, eh, freedom is kind of one of those funny words. You are slaves to the beat, whether you want to be or not. Okay, That's the whole point of this. But the thing is, is that doesn't mean you have to be slaves to the pattern. Okay? I hope that you understand the difference between those two. It's important because not being slaves to the pattern means that you can have even more fun. For instance, on the second G, since we got two Gs, why do we have to use that G note as our bass note? Why can't we use B? It's part of the G chord. So let's try that. The first time through the G, we're going to hit our G. One and two and three and four. And the second time through... We'll hit the B, which leads very nicely to C. Let's try that a little faster too. So one and two and three and four and one. That time I missed it. Let's try again. There it is. Let's see about fancying even that up a little bit. Okay, so on the B, when we use the B in the bass on that first beat of the second measure of G, instead of just hitting it directly, let's hammer on the open string. We start with the open string and then hammer our index finger on. There we go. So it would be like this. One and two and three and four and one. 
that's sounding more interesting. How about on the D, instead of just hitting the D string on the bass, we hit a hammer on to the second fret and then pull off again. That might be cool. So, G, two, three, four, one. Hammering onto the B. Now C. A hammer and pull off. Thing is, we get to make that B in timing, right? One and two and three and four and. notice that in order to make sure that I'm ready for that D, I have to skip the last up between 3 and 4 when we're on the C chord. I'm on C, 1 and 2 and 3 and 4. I'm going to use that and. and. That's where I'm going to do that. Okay? 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and 1 and 2 and Four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two. You see how that works? Let's try that again. One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three four and one and two and three and four one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and. All right. Let's try that a little quicker. Um, this time, though, I won't count all the way through. One and two and three and four and. getting even more organic all the time. It's getting a lot more fun. Pretty cool, huh? How about using the uh, hammer-on to that B note again as a way to get back to the, from the D chord to the G chord? 
So if I'm on D, 1 and 2 and 3 and 4, and I'm going to hammer from the open A string to the second fret of the A string to get the B note, setting me up for G. So you have 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and... Okay. Again from the D. 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and 1. Now, let's try from the C. 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and 1 and 2 and 3, 4 and 1. See how that works? C, 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and 1 and 2, 3 and 4 and 1 and 2 and 3 and 4. One more time for good measure. C, 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and 1. Let's try the whole thing at about that pace. Two G's, C and D. One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three four and one and two and three and four and one and two and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and four and one and two and three and four and one and two three and four and one and two and three and four and Cool. A little quicker. One and two and three and four and. Mixing in a little bit of everything that we've done and not trying to do it all at the same time, okay? Sometimes you can just go straight. Sometimes you can just do the chords. Sometimes you can add in single notes. Sometimes you can add in your bass. That's the whole point. You're going to be playing this song for three and a half minutes. You might as well have a lot of interesting ways of doing it, right? So one, two, three, four. <laughs> That's the general idea. 
So, good to be back and looking forward to doing more. Next time out, we're going to try to do a little bit, I think, with Sister Golden here. So hopefully um, you'll be here for that. Um, I'm saying that right now, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's going to happen. I apologize for that. Sometimes it just becomes a matter of, um, well, mood, I guess, more than anything else. But anyway, Happy New Year. Welcome back.